A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Zone. If you need to know about farming, then you need to know Pam Yonke. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. On a fabulous Friday morning, I am Farm Director Pam Yonke. Glad to welcome you in. Last weekend of the Wisconsin State Fair, Packer preseason football starts tonight out in California. And I'll tell you what, the weather, no matter what you're doing this weekend, looks like it's going to cooperate. Temperatures are going to be very mild. Not a lot of sunshine today. 70 degrees are expected high. Mostly cloudy on Saturday, 81. Sunday, cloudy in 76. Even Monday and Tuesday, it's kind of a partly sunny sky, 77 on Monday, 78 on Tuesday. So hitting a real sweet spot as far as these temperatures are concerned. Stumacher Ag Meteorologist has weather details for us in about 15 minutes. We're also talking about details this morning. A lot of watersheds popping up across the state of Wisconsin. These are groups of landowners and farmers that come together to take a look at conservation practices that will keep nutrients on the soil out of the waterway, and help improve the environmental quality for us all. One farmer believes that people should look at agriculture as part of the solution, not levy accusations all the time. We'll hear from Jeff Fendris, president of the Yahara Pride Farms Watershed Group, coming up on a Friday. Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls are exactly what your meal has been missing. Whether you prefer a soft white roll, an artisan French-style roll, or the tang of sourdough, Rhodes has the roll for you. We mix, knead, and bake them in Columbus, Wisconsin, then freeze them to keep them fresh and send them off to your favorite grocery store. All you have to do is heat the rolls up and serve them with a smile. Find Rhodes Rolls in the freezer section today. We need you and your rain gauge. It's time for the Rural Mutual Rainfall Report, and we need you to text your rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from, because every month we'll pick a winner that will get a digital weather station, courtesy of the Midwest Farm Report and Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Summer activities, of course, focus around the county, district, state fairs in Wisconsin. Steam engine days are very, very popular. In fact, it was one of the highlights at the old exhibits at recent Farm Technology Days in Clark County. And Allison, you're finding there's a lot of enthusiasm over these old steam engines, aren't there? There is, Bob. I don't know if you've had a chance to get out to any of these shows this summer, but one of my favorite parts of these antique tractor shows and steam shows is seeing those steam traction engines moving around. I'm Allison Lund from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, and I spoke with Jeff Bloomers, who is the steam school contact for the Wisconsin Historical Steam Engine Association. Before he dives into the work that it takes to get these 100-plus-year-old pieces of machinery moving, he shares how many there are across the state. Well, I would say across the state of Wisconsin, somewhere between 200 and 400, I'm just guessing roughly. What kind of work goes into operating a steam engine? You know, these are older pieces of equipment. So what kind of work is going into keeping them running and presenting them at the shows? Well, first of all, it takes a quite deal of time just to get one running because you have to build up a head of steam. And uh, the full-size uh, steam traction engines hold uh, 
you know, two, three hundred gallons of water. Get that all to the boiling point. It's an hour or two before you have a head of steam. And uh, so it's a matter of firing uh, the boiler, which has a firebox that uh, most people burn wood and some burn coal. But uh, even if you're burning coal, you have to have a, a good wood fire started first. Uh, so there's a lot of work just to get that started, and then while waiting for steam, you're normally going around and checking everything to make sure it's lined up right and lubricating, oiling, greasing, that kind of stuff. Well, it sounds like there's a lot of jobs that gets us into running, and I know it always appears as if there's a team of people that are working to make these machines run. Is there usually certain duties that every person's responsible for on each team? Um, it, it just kind of varies with, with the group. Um, sometimes um, people kind of take charge and, and uh, we don't really designate jobs or anything. But, uh, you know, yeah, quite normally there is a crew of people, two or three maybe, with, with an engine. Um, now, I have a small engine, at half scale, so it doesn't take work. So it's easy to one person. Aside from getting the machines actually running, how do you maintain them? You know, these are 100-plus-year-old pieces of machinery, so do you have to run them every so often, or what kind of maintenance work do you have to do? Well, I guess one of the most important things to do is um, after you're done running one, it's a very good idea to drain the water and get that boiler dried out. Um, sometimes these steam engines go from shoulder to shoulder to shoulder for weeks on end. Uh, but if you have a, a week or two where it's going to be idle, it's a great idea just to drain the boiler, flood it, and then just open it up so you can get it dried out because you get rusting and corrosion, which damages the boiler. So that's the main thing. The other uh, items are just lubrication and taking care of any repairs that have to be made. About how many people are there across the state that could help with these repairs? Or is it sort of if you're an operator, you should also know how to take care of it and there's not really that many people to rely on? Yeah, that's right. Um, I'm guessing uh, there's probably about, uh, I'm just taking a rough guess at this one, but maybe for every traction engine out there that's capable of running, there's probably three or four people that are capable of operating one. Focusing towards the future, how are you keeping the younger generation involved in maintaining these pieces of equipment? Because it does seem to take that many people to run uh, just one steam traction engine. Yeah, a lot of the families that are in steam have, you know, their generations come up and, uh, you know, they, a lot of them are, are part of the group and part of the hobby yet. And we also promote promote the, the youth by uh scholarships we have our steam school that i talked about and uh you know we encourage young people to sign up and we offer scholarships that covers the cost of the tuition for the steam school um so those are the, the two biggest ways of uh getting the youth involved and you keep mentioning this steam school could you detail for me what is the steam school well we came up with this uh our uh, our association, which is the Wisconsin Historical Steam Association, we formed this club uh, approximately uh, about 20 years ago. And uh, one of our biggest uh, uh, focuses was on safety. And uh, in order to be safe when you're running, being around a steam engine, you have to know, you know, what's, what to do 
have to do. So um, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are, are buying these steam engines, and they really don't have too much of a clue on how to operate them. So that's why we started the school, and, uh, you know, we, we teach the safety part of it, which with a steam engine, uh, the main thing is that you have enough water in it because you're always boiling water and making steam and replenish that water. And uh, the most dangerous thing with a steam engine is a low water level because it can, it could uh, ultimately cause an explosion if if, uh, if if things weren't handled correctly. With these dangers that can arise with running steam traction engines, what kind of safety measures must you take if you're gonna, you know, take them to a show or have them out in public? Are there any special certifications you need? Yeah, first of all, uh, any boiler that's displayed in public has to be uh, inspected by the state of Wisconsin. Um, so uh, annually, there, there is an inspector that will come to your location and he'll inspect your boiler. And, uh, you know, once you pass the inspection, you'll get a certificate, which you carry with you or have posted on the engine. And uh, and uh, the shows out there will require that your your uh your steam engine has an inspection on it. They allow you to bring it to the show. Uh, so that that's the first step. And then the, the next step is just knowing and being educated on how to operate as far as your water level, uh, firing, uh, your pressure, uh, all those things fall into place as, as well as, you know, keeping people away from the parts that are hot from getting burned and stuff like that. Um, that's another uh, safety fact in there. Um, so, yeah, it's just general operation and being aware of your uh, surroundings. A, a steam engine is a large, awkward piece of equipment, so when you're moving around with it on the showgrounds, you got to make sure that people are out of the way. So there, there again, that's where the team comes in. You, know, you have somebody else looking around for people while while you're driving around. And also, if you have a steam engine, a lot of times these steam engines are belted up to a piece of equipment at the show to make sure the area is roped off, people can't get close, burned, can't get their hands in operating moving parts. Um, and also, people are so curious and they're asking questions about what's going on while the engineer, he's got to be focused on what he's doing. If he's running a sawmill, he's got to be watching the people and watching the person sawing because if something happens, he's got to be able to shut that thing down right away. So if you have people coming up asking questions, it's a distraction. So what we like to do is have a second person just standing there to answer questions. So it sounds like safety really is key to ensuring that these machines can continue to be exhibited. Yeah, that you're exactly right on that. And then when you do take them to the shows, what is the response from people? You know, this might be the first time that someone is seeing a machine of this size. Yeah, yeah, there are always a few people out there that have never seen anything like it before, and they're very curious and have a lot of questions. And uh, we're always happy to, to answer questions and to encourage people to be involved in the hobby if they wish to.
Jeff Bloomers with the Wisconsin Historical Steam Engine Association along with us, sharing more about the work that goes into keeping steam traction engines functional and highlighting the importance of safety with these pieces of machinery. For more information about the steam school or steam engines in general, visit whsea.org. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Allison Lund. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. A unique style of great country music. It's Colt Ford. With the outlaw southern sounds of the Lax. Performing live Sunday, August 14th at Ho-Chunk Gaming, Wisconsin Dells. Tickets are on sale now through Ticketmaster. See a John Deere in the field, we can ride it. It's Colt Ford and the Lax. Sunday, August 14th at Ho-Chunk Gaming, Wisconsin Dells. Your grown-up getaway. Must be 21 to attend the Colt Ford and Lax concert and to enter the gaming floor. What here? Crackers. At least I think they are. They're in a cellophane wrapper. There are two of them. Crackers always travel in pairs. They snap like crackers. Crumble like them, too. Nine out of ten cracker eaters would give them a positive ID. But these aren't crackers. They're dinner. Jim Krevick's for five days straight. There are people like Jim all across Madison. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply people like Jim over $950,000 in food through Dane County's busiest food pantry. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in clothing, shelter, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. At Rebath, they believe everyone should have a bathroom they love. That's why they do it all. From fresh tub and shower updates to smart, safe aging and accessibility solutions. Plus, complete bathroom remodels. Rebath's process includes design guidance, quality products and professional installation. Best of all, they'll be in and out in just a few days. And you'll have a brand new bathroom that you'll love for years to come. Visit their showroom on Stoughton Road or Rebath.com for a no-pressure consultation. If Mary had a little lamb, you can bet she'd talk to her about it. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Oh, another beautiful weekend coming up around the state of Wisconsin. I mentioned already that this is the last weekend for the Wisconsin State Fair. We've got more county fair activities coming up next weekend. In fact, if you stick around, I'm going to give you a chance to win tickets to attend the Dodge County Fair in Beaver Dam next week. Let's find out about this weather. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us this morning. Yeah, I, I guess the only thing that looks like we're going to be lacking a little bit this weekend is sunshine. Well, just to start, Pam, I think after we get things, especially a little later Saturday into Sunday, more likely that sunshine will really break out. Comfortable temperatures also. That's the game here right through the week. I expect uh, the Friday today and weekend to old temperature on the cooler than normal side. Remember, we should be in the low 80s for highs right now, and I expect 70s almost everywhere today, tomorrow, and Sunday. 
There'll be some sunshine around for late in the weekend, but a weak low pressure system is out to the west over South Dakota this morning, and there is some showers, even a little thunderstorm activity way up into north central Minnesota. The activity spreads from eastern North Dakota across Minnesota to far northwest Wisconsin. Eau Claire may have a sprinkle already this morning. And there's activity down in south-central Minnesota, down near Austin. That could start moving out toward across here later this morning. That weak little low moves from Minnesota right towards southern Minnesota, northern Iowa, and then south of Wisconsin through the day tomorrow. As it slips off to our east, things are going to be uh, a chance of some rain. And there could be some shower activity even this morning at midday or afternoon at Boston, Madison later in the day. Wisconsin from Beaver Dam to Fond du Lac and Oshkosh until late afternoon, but then a rain chance holds overnight, maybe lingers into the day. If we see that much scattered activity, I wouldn't expect severe weather, but a chance of some rainfall as that little system passes on through. Passes, rain starts to taper off, and I really do expect by Sunday that sunshine redevelops and stay with some nice, comfortable temperatures. The same holding true on toward Monday and Tuesday. Temps in the 70s instead of up in the 80s or 90s. Another chance, a small one that as we start looking toward Wednesday or into Thursday. So a few more dry days around here, especially for the weekend starting next. I'll have forecast details right after this. Tell you what, Stu, why don't you go ahead and give us a call so that we can hear all the details on that forecast. Stu Muck, back with us in just a moment. As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McFin Technologies of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpillar Milk Receiver Pump, patented by McFenn Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry. Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls are exactly what your meal has been missing. Whether you prefer a soft white roll, an artisan French style roll, or the tang of sourdough, Rhodes has the roll for you. We mix, knead, and bake them in Columbus, Wisconsin, then freeze them to keep them fresh and send them off to your favorite grocery store. All you have to do is heat the rolls up and serve them with a smile. Find Rhodes Rolls in the freezer section today. All righty, let's try it again. Go ahead, Stu. Let's hear all the details on that forecast for our weekend. All right, our Compure Financial Egg Weather update does call for some rain. Developing yet this morning at La Crosse, more clouds build in through the day. It may not be developing until late afternoon in eastern Wisconsin, but temps today ought to be in the low 70s as winds will become southeast about 5. Mostly cloudy, that slight chance of showers. There could be a thunderstorm overnight. Nighttime lows in the very low 60s, with the southeast wind at 5 to 10. Partly sunny on Saturday. There may still be a slight chance of rain in the morning, especially in eastern Wisconsin. And otherwise, the sun tries to break through from west to east, upper 70s already. South winds a bit stronger, could even gust near 12 to 25. And any rain ends by Sunday, becoming mostly sunny again. Mid-70s, northeast wind at 5 to 10, upper 70s and sun on Monday, Pam. Could see an 80 by Tuesday, but sunny and nice as we head right on into next week. Not much in the way of rainfall then, huh? 
not much, a tenth of an inch or so, if it really holds together that much. Just little scattered nuisance showers here. That's the possibility. All right, good enough. Thanks, Stu. Have a good weekend, buddy. Yeah, you too. Stu Mucker, Ag Meteorologist, giving you the weather details that you're looking for as we roll our way into the final weekend of the Wisconsin State Fair. It's all brought to you courtesy of Compure Financial. Compure Financial is your financial partner. Committed to agriculture in rural America. Find out more. Visit Compure.com. Want you to stick around. We're going to give you a chance to win a family four-pack of tickets to the Dodge County Fair. That's coming up next week at the fairgrounds in Beaver Dam, actually just outside of Beaver Dam. Family four-pack of tickets available first come, first serve. I'll give you the details on how you can win coming up. Also, encourage you to follow our action, our videos, our uh, appearances Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook is chock full of details from the Wisconsin State Fair, as well as our day-to-day news postings, and you can sign up for a daily e-newsletter, MidwestFarmReport.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Are you the kind of person that goes into the woods with a pocket knife, a stick of gum, an extra shoelace? and can build a whole house? Then you're the person W.E. Davies is looking for. They're hiring one person, the perfect individual who can lead whole construction projects without breaking a sweat. Yeah, they're asking a lot. They offer a lot too. Come see if you're the one that they're looking for. Visit wedaviesremodeling.com. Looking for extra cash? Did you witness a crime? Or maybe you have information about ongoing criminal activity in the Madison area. We give cash for clues. Madison Area Crime Stoppers is a nonprofit organization that helps prevent and solve crimes in our community by working with Dane County residents, law enforcement agencies, and media partners. So how does it work? When you share information with Crime Stoppers, a confidential code will be generated to protect your identity. If your tip results in an arrest and filing of criminal charges or the apprehension of a fugitive, you'll receive a cash reward. Keep your tip ID and password so you can check the status of your tip. Once the arrest or apprehension is confirmed, arrangements will be made for you to collect your reward anonymously. Your confidentiality is important to us. Any individual who contacts Crime Stoppers will always remain anonymous. Call 608-266-6014 or go to p3tips.com. Madison Area Crime Stoppers, your safety is always our priority. That squeal you're hearing while you come to a stop, that's your brakes crying for help. At Tom's Auto Center, we offer five-star brake repair on all makes and models. Stop by for a brake fluid and brake inspection. If your brakes are talking to you or screaming for help, we'll diagnose it and give you a written estimate. We want you to be able to trust your brakes. Tom's Auto Center, Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. You're no stranger to hard work and eating right, but your abs are more like flabs. Carbon World Health offers Emsculpt, an FDA-approved treatment for men who want to transform their physique. One session is equivalent to 20,000 crunches without the painful recovery. Melt fat, build and tone muscle, then start getting the results you're looking for. Emsculpt at Carbon World Health. Learn more at CarbonWorldHealth.com. While being prepared is on the top of your priority list, add Englewood grass-fed beef as a key solution to your family's food supply. 
Englewood offers a broad range of options to deliver antibiotic and hormone-free beef from our farm to your table. Visit englewoodgrassfarm.com and click on the order page. Soon, you'll be stocked up on heart-healthy grass-fed beef. Englewood Grass-Fed Beef, farming to promote the health of our animals and our family of customers. We're known for our sweet moves, but what you might not know is that we can store your stuff too. Yep, from one day to one year. We can hold on to your things on our trucks or in our warehouse. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the unexpected storage move. Mad City Moving dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things, well, like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Mad City Moving. You haven't seen moves like these before. Sometimes it's nice to let the kids have their own space downstairs. It's also pretty awesome to expand that basement into usable living space or entertainment area. Actuate Improvement will transform your basement into a livable area everyone can enjoy. Actuate Improvement is a full-service design and remodeling company specializing in kitchens, baths, and basements. Let's get the conversation started with a complimentary estimate, consultation, and suggestions. ActuateLLC.com Design. Create. Whenever you make a major purchase, there's always that little voice in your head asking questions like, are you sure? Is this the right one for me? Bergstrom Automotive turns the what ifs into why not with the seven day buyback guarantee. That's one full week to get to know your vehicle. Is it as large as you anticipated? Maybe you want more power in heavy traffic. Maybe you find out the neighbors just bought the same make, model, and color that you just purchased. What Whatever the reason, at Bergstrom, if you don't love it, simply bring it back. Not every dealership offers a seven-day buyback guarantee. Then again, Bergstrom Automotive isn't an ordinary dealership. Bergstrom believes you shouldn't have to listen to that little voice that questions your buying decision. They just want you to feel giddy with freedom, just like you did when you bought your very first one. Love it or bring it back at Bergstrom Automotive. Join the I've been seeing this on Facebook, Twitter, everywhere, and I know I see it at Forbes.com. It's your number one thing of uh, storylines to watch here for the um, you know the first preseason game coming up. The I call it the late summer of love. Is all of this like they are hyping Jordan Love a big time on social media? Is this and we're gonna get to see him you know tomorrow? Is the hype real for Jordan Love right now? Well, I mean, that's what we're going to find out. I mean, if you guys remember back to the summer of 07, we were all saying the same thing right now. It's a hype for Aaron Rodgers real because Rodgers really struggled in the preseason in five and six. And then he took really a catastrophic jump uh, by that 07 season and was terrific. That training camp really good in the preseason got his chances. Everybody remembers on that Thursday night down in Dallas when both teams, I think were like 10 and one and, and Favre got knocked out of that game early and, you know, but when, when that season was done, guys, at the end of off seven, uh, at the end of 07, everybody in the pack organization, almost to a man said, you know, if Brett does go away, if Brett retires, we're going to be fine with Aaron and, and they're not there yet. Don't get me wrong. They're not even close to being there yet with Jordan love, but Jordan love has had far. I mean, well, I, I guess there, there, there's not a lot to compare it to. He didn't get a He didn't get a summer in 2020, right? Because of yeah. COVID. Last summer was okay, um, but he was very mediocre at best in his limited opportunities during the season last year. You know, two touchdowns, three picks, guys. You know, a passer rating of 69, nice. which isn't great. Um, 
but he's taken a big time <laughs> jump just on, on the day to day stuff guys. And, and that's where it really jumps out. Uh, you know, he didn't have this level of consistency a year ago. Now, can he translate that to the field tomorrow night when the lights are bright and, um, you know, he's trying to do it against, I would assume, San Francisco's number one defense for at least a couple of series. We're going to find out. It's, it's going to be a terrific test. They're going to give him the number one offensive line. He's going to get, you know, a number of his, his key guys, I think, on – you know, on on the offensive side of the ball, he won't have the running backs. They won't have Jones or Dylan, but but he'll get some you know quality pass catchers. We assume uh, a couple of decent tight ends and the number one offensive line, which has a lot of work to do itself. And if he can move the ball guys up and down the field against that defense, which which let let's assume they're going to have you know two thirds of their starters at least beginning the game on the field, um, it, it's going to be a big jump for for Jordan Love. We're going to find out a lot more next week, right when he has two live practices against the saints and then a preseason game next Friday night against the saints. And, and we'd certainly expect him, you know, to get most of the work, not only in that new Orleans game, but then probably the third preseason game when they go to Kansas city. So, I mean, guys, when we talk two weeks from now, I, I think the preseason ends August 25th, which is a Thursday night down in, down in Kansas city, you know, so 15 days from now, we're going to probably have a lot more answers on Jordan love than we do now. But, but, but what I would say is, what uh, you know? What Green Bay has watched on a day-to-day basis here over the last few weeks since training camp start is highly, highly encouraging. I think it's duly noted that Jordan Love came into the league with a lot of bad luck. We'll say not having the mini camps and training camps in 2020 gets injured and banged up in preseason, doesn't get to play fully, and then, like you said, was pretty mediocre when he played last year. Do you think that this improvement that they've seen from love is just the progression for year three? Or do you think that Tom Clemens has a lot to do with this? Because I know that Aaron Rodgers said back when he was a young kid and just in his first few years, Tom Clemens was instrumental in him improving. And now he's back. Yeah, you know, you got to remember, I mean, Clemens just came in this offseason. They couldn't even start working in terms of OTA and mini camps with these guys until May. I think it's a great question. I think Clemens gets at this point a little bit of the credit. Let's give him 10 to 20 percent. But I I think the overwhelming majority is just love being far more comfortable in the offense. You know, he's playing now way more freely where he's just not thinking. He's trusting what he sees. Um, he, he, He doesn't. It, this game is so mental guys as as you know and and once these once these players master the mental side of things their their natural physical skills can take over i mean rashawn gary is the perfect player uh to 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 kind of use as an example absolutely struggled on the mental side of things in 19 caught up to it in in 2020 and really closed that season with a bang um, I thought he was outstanding last year, and he seems, I mean, like, like they've talked about consistently, he's wrecking practices right now, guys, on a, on a, on a daily or, you know, every other day type of basis where, where he's on, you know, he's going to be a guy that's going to get 15 to 20 sacks, I think, when, when the year is all said and done. You can hear her clearly, even in a barn full of cows. 
This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Partly sunny on this finally Friday and 70 degrees. Partly sunny on Saturday, 81. Partly sunny on Sunday, 76 degrees. And we stay in the upper 70s into next week. Kind of a sweet spot as far as August temperatures are concerned. I'm Pam Yankee. So glad you're along with us on this finally Friday morning. So today is the 12th day of August. On this day back in 1939, the Wizard of Oz world premiere happened in Oconomowoc. Now, this is according to a fan site. It was the first publicized showing of the edited film happened at the Strand Theater in Oconomowoc. We're not exactly sure why they picked the Midwest, but it was shown the next day in Sheboygan, Appleton, and Rhinelander. The official premiere of The Wizard of Oz took place August 15th at Grauman's Chinese Theater in Hollywood, where a lot of the cast and crew were in the audience. But apparently they decided Wisconsin was a good target for the premiere of The Wizard of Oz back on this day in 1939. On this day, 1981, the IBM personal computer is stocked in stores for the very first time. The IBM PC, or the IBM 5150, had no disk drives and sold out for about $1,500. First personal computer from IBM on the store shelves on this day back in 1981. And I know that a lot of families have youngsters that are fascinated with dinosaurs these days. Well, here's one for you. On this day back in 1990, the largest dinosaur fossil is found. An American paleontologist found the fossil remains of a Tyrannosaurus rex in the state of South Dakota. Sue is the name that that dinosaur fossil uh, was officially credited with, and uh, she's thought to have been 14 feet tall when alive. Sue, that dinosaur, on display now at the Field Museum in Chicago and also had been featured in uh, different movies, Uh, animated, of course, and now you know. Well, we want you to know that a lot of Wisconsin farmers are working very hard, especially at this time of the year, to come up with a game plan for 2023 that's going to keep their nutrients in place as far as the soil, keep uh, quality water running through their farms, and also think about air quality to boot. And they're doing it through things like cover crops, conservation tillage, and they want to be recognized for the efforts they're voluntarily undertaking. Jeff Endress is the president of Yahara Prides Farms. This is a watershed group made up of landowners and farmers in south-central Wisconsin where they voluntarily come together to take a look at different tillage options, different types of cover crops, and how it can be used on their farm. Andrus says he believes that farmers should be viewed as part of the solution to conservation. Agriculture in many cases uh, is the solution, not the problem. And, and, I, and I also say anybody that consumes food is part of the issue because uh, we're in the business of producing food to feed people. We're, we have to interact every day with Mother Nature. Um, there's, it's, it's us in the sky so in uh, the soil. So uh, what comes from the sky, uh, you know, rain events and so forth, they know he's kind to us. So um, we have to uh, constantly be adjusting and adapting new, new ideas, new, new strategies to minimize that footprint uh, uh, here on producing food for, for everyone. Jeff Andrus, president of the Yahara Pride Watershed in south-central Wisconsin. But again, these watersheds where farmers and landowners are coming together voluntarily are popping up all across the state of Wisconsin. You can find out more about the Yahara Pride group on their Facebook page, Yahara Pride Farms.
Whether it's the sound of the carnival or the taste of the cotton candy or your first blue ribbon, we all have memories of the fair. Here's your chance to share those stories in our Everybody Has a Fair Story contest. The Midwest Farm Report is teaming up with the Wisconsin Association of Fairs to offer cash prizes for your fair stories. Entries are being accepted all summer long and there is no limit, so tell us all of your stories. To enter and see full contest details, visit MidwestFarmReport.com. Time to catch up with our Wisconsin Soybean Association, our Soybean Marketing Board, our Soybean Growers, all together as one. Keep up to date on regular updates as far as what's happening in fields and with the associations at badgerbean.com. You can also go to coolbean.info. That's where Dr. Sean Conley, University Extension Soybean Specialist, posts his updates from time to time. Pam, it's been a pretty quiet year. Um, if you look around, we just were able to run uh, Damon Smith's uh, white mold prediction model, and basically all of that is showing low risk, which is which is good for the farmers out there right now. There's really not a lot of insects out there. I would think the biggest challenge we would had up to this point was weed control, day and herbicides, and that's been a big challenge out there. I was just able to go down to Rodrigo Worley's field day and talk about water hemp, and he basically he's looking at now in some of these early plant situations, which I'm really trying to promote farmers to get in their plant early for the yield advantage. Want to find out more? Remember, that's brought to you courtesy of your soybean checkoff dollars, Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board. You can find out more about what's happening with that group, badgerbean.com, or like we said, Dr. Conley's site, coolbean.info. Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls are exactly what your meal has been missing. Whether you prefer a soft white roll, an artisan French style roll, or the tang of sourdough, Rhodes has a roll for you. We mix, knead, and bake them in Columbus, Wisconsin. Then freeze them to keep them fresh and send them off to your favorite grocery store. All you have to do is heat the rolls up and serve them with a smile. Find Rhodes Rolls in the freezer section today. How would you like to go to the Dodge County Fair next week in Beaver Dam? I've got a family four-pack of tickets to the Dodge County Fair Wednesday through Sunday next week at the fairgrounds in Beaver Dam. It's while supplies last. Family four-pack of tickets to the Dodge County Fair. You can text me your address at our talk text line, 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Text me your address, and if I've got the tickets available, I'll send them to you. That's how we'll do it this morning. But again, supplies are limited. Text your address to me at 877-301-FARM, and we'll see if we can get you lined up with tickets to the Dodge County Fair in Beaver Dam next week. Markets in overnight trade are a little mixed. December corn's unchanged at 628. November beans up three, 1451. September wheat's down a dime right now at $8 even. Yesterday in Chicago, the barrel cheese gained four and three quarter cents to 192 and three quarters. 40 pound block cheese was up two at 184, and double A butter gained three quarters of a cent to 297 and a half. Now the fluid milk for September is down seven right now, 2003 a hundred weight. The October milk closed three cents lower at 2081 a hundred weight. Dow Jones Industrial Average this morning, right now, up more than 140 points. Somebody said they'd like to hear more livestock numbers. So for the week at the Equity Sales Barn locations, majority of the beef steers were selling a dollar twenty-nine to a dollar forty-four a pound. Holstein steers, majority a dollar six to a dollar thirty-five per pound. Cows, the majority selling sixty to eighty-six cents a pound. Holstein bull calves, hundred and fifty-five dollars per individual and down. Heifers, forty dollars and down. Beef and beef cross calves, $365 and down this week in the equity barns. Want those tickets to the Dodge County Fair next week? I've got a four-pack, but you've got to text me your address, 877-301-FARM. 
This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Eighty percent of you have said you don't want to haggle over car prices. That's eighty percent of you who don't want to jump through hoops or play games. So Bergstrom Automotive got rid of it, all of it, the haggling, the cat and the mouse routine, even the salespeople. Bergstrom Automotive simply has non-commissioned advisors. They're not trying to win a contest or make quotas. They're paid to do nothing more than help you. Bergstrom knows they offer the most desired makes and models out there. Allow them to assist you in selecting the right one for you. Plus, guaranteed credit approval on a vehicle you choose to call your own. While the other places wheel and deal, today's buying experience? The better way is at Bergstrom Automotive. Visit a Bergstrom location near you or bergstromauto.com. Join the Bergstrom Auto Family. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank, your local independent bank. We're the premier provider of commercial, treasury, mortgage, and private banking services. Our team blends experience with the latest technology to make banking easier. We provide the advice and solutions you need. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You want new floors, but you're not sure if you can do it yourself. With Wiseway Flooring designers and technicians, you'll have the knowledge and confidence to complete the job for a fraction of what you might think. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our helpful hints might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise habit. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. She's sweeter than a glass of chocolate milk and louder than a morning rooster. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Catching up with our friends from AARP. I'm happy to say I'm a member, and boy, I'll tell you what, if you're a member, you know what the benefits are that AARP offers you. We're talking a little bit more about just some of the issues that AARP stays engaged in year-round on behalf of their members and the, I guess the demographic back with us is Lisa Lamkins. She's the advocacy director for AARP, and it's getting to be that time of the year again, Lisa, where we need to kind of focus in on issues. This year, we just have to pay attention to every race everywhere, don't we? You know, we absolutely do, Pam, and that's why I am super happy to be able to come on and just kind of give people that little nudge And remember, like, why it's so important for people to vote. You think your vote doesn't count. But remember, Wisconsin has been decided um, multiple ways on just, you know, 20,000 votes. So um, your vote does count. And it's important for everybody to get out and vote. You know, there has been a lot of emphasis on older voters and really focusing in on issues that matter to them. Why is that such a valuable demographic? Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, When you look at the statistics, you really see that older voters are the deciders. They decide elections. They are reliable. They turn out, especially in these midterm elections. And so, you know, we want to make sure, again, that's our demographic. So we want to make sure that AARP members and older voters and honestly anybody is getting out to vote. 
But it's important for candidates to pay attention to older voters because they are going to be the ones who decide. I'll give you one quick statistic. 38% of Wisconsin's population is over 50, but they make up 55% of registered voters are over 50. So older voters are making a difference. Yeah, and have for quite a while, especially here in Wisconsin. What issues are you specifically looking at uh, this fall into 2023, Lisa? Well, you know, AARP has done some polling with older voters, and it's probably not a huge surprise um, that the number one issue uh, right now happens to be inflation. And that's the number one uh, deciding factor in determining who somebody's going to vote for uh, this fall. But I will say some other issues also kind of rose to the top. Um, Social Security, Medicare, and the cost of prescription drugs were also extremely important. Um, And especially those issues were important for those undecided voters. So, you know, again, top issues on things that help make older people you know, healthy and, you know, financially more secure. You know, obviously everybody's paying attention to inflation, and that also plays in. Uh, We've got a lot of folks in Wisconsin that are a little bit more on fixed income now. Then I automatically pivot to Social Security. Are we seeing much discussion about Social Security? Every once in a while, Lisa, it pops up as a target uh, for either stopping monies or question about its future. What's with Social Security this time around? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because what we're hearing is older voters really care about Social Security and wanting to know what candidates want to do about it. But we're not really hearing a lot from candidates about what they would do to make Social Security stronger. And it is key because older people, especially those folks on fixed incomes, are really struggling. Um, And there is recognition People are saying, hey, you know, I'm really glad I have this Social Security. Maybe it's not enough to cover everything, but it's a little bit of a base. And I can look forward to a little bump in a cost of living from Social Security. And, you know, inflation's eating a lot of that and is causing, um, you know, folks on fixed incomes to struggle. But without that, um, people would be much worse off. Um, And we'd see a lot more folks in Wisconsin who were actually in poverty if they didn't have Social Security to rely on. Oh, that sounds so terrible. You know, the other thing that people sometimes forget, they always think about Social Security as something that's going out, uh, you know, for quality of life. In reality, a lot of that money in the Social Security programs, the Medicare, Medicaid, is actually, you know, funds needed for a lot of the state of Wisconsin to function properly, including our rural communities. Absolutely. You know, that is such a good point because we try to kind of remind people that Social Security is good for individuals, but it's also really good for the economy. You know, when people get that Social Security check, they go to the local store and they they buy things or they go to the local restaurant and they, you know, are able to go out for breakfast and spending that money in local communities, you know, really helps keep jobs going and it helps keeping um, you know, the, the even suppliers who are making things, it keeps a lot of things pumping within the local economy. Yeah, a lot of reasons for everybody to stay engaged in this conversation. Lisa Lamkins is along with us. She's the advocacy director for AARP 
in Wisconsin. And I just want to remind you, their website is a fantastic resource. I know that you don't have to be a member to enjoy some of the resources there. But, boy, I'll tell you, my, uh, me and Buck, our, our membership has definitely paid dividends, not only in regards to discounts that are offered, but also the valuable information that's online. Lisa, let's talk just a little bit more about the very important value that AARP members play, not just in voting, but these conversations. You mentioned a lot of the candidates this year not necessarily focused in on issues that are specific to the individuals 50-plus. How do you suggest that they engage or get those candidates to speak to these issues? Yeah, you know, you know, we are really encouraging people. If you um, see candidates doing a local event or if you're on a candidate's email list, um, you know, go ahead and ask them the questions that you care about. Ask them a question. What are they going to do around Social Security? How are they going to make sure that Medicare is there? How are they going to bring down drug prices? What will they do to make sure that people have a way to save for retirement? Remember, the, the best way that you can help pick a candidate is to make sure that candidate lines up with the things that, you know, that you want. And so, um, engaging the candidates in those conversations, whether it's in person, whether it's on their you know Facebook page, whether you see them at an event, um, whether you shoot them an email, it really is important um, for folks to do that. And AARP is going to be going around the state. We have a cool voter van. We were at Farm Tech Days with our voter van, and um, we're going to be going around and um, making sure that folks around the state kind of have that information about how to vote, where to vote, and when to vote. And so um, we're really looking forward to getting out and making sure that people are voting. Like we said, the primary coming up next week, so think about that. And AARP Wisconsin's done a really good job of trying to put all this information in one place, Lisa. Help people understand where they can find the voter guide, voter information, changes as far as uh, polling places. Give them a sense on where they can find that information via AARP. Yeah, and actually, this is a terrific resource. And, you know, if you're just sort of getting organized for the August 9th primary, and we're really hoping folks will get out and vote for that, you can check out our voter guide. Um, it's aarp.org slash votes. And you can find out, um, you know, there are links. Uh, can Has your polling place moved? You know, things got redistricted. So maybe where you went before, you might be going somewhere new. Um, if you haven't registered to vote yet, you can still register at the polls on Election Day. You have to bring a couple of things in order to do that. So you can check out our website. It will have a link to all of the information that you need to bring. So it's a terrific source of information, kind of all in one place. It's Wisconsin-specific, um, and it can help you get organized um, so you can get out and vote on um, August 9th for the primary election. Yeah, and keep that momentum going, folks, because your voice definitely matters to the state of Wisconsin as well as on the federal scene. Lisa, always a pleasure to visit with you. I'm sure we'll be circling back around after Wisconsin's 50-plus community uh, got engaged. That sounds great, Pam. Always a pleasure to be here. Lisa Lampkins, our guest today with AARP of Wisconsin. She's their advocacy director. And like she said, your voice matters. Staying engaged in the process matters. Asking questions that are relative, relevant to you, your family, and your future matters. All you need to do is jump 